Hello and welcome to Soul Self. I'm your host, Shayna, a board-certified embodiment coach and master energy healer. Here we talk all things magic, love, sex, money, brain, hormones, and energy. You'll walk away with new truth bombs because I love talking about all the things people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything I know in this mind, body, and soul of mine. You can find ways to work with me and products to enhance your life at bloomshakti.com. Hello and welcome. So today we're going to be talking about pregnancy in regards to food and other things in terms of like your energy with your pregnancy. Um, Also about nutrients and any pregnancy, nausea, and that kind of stuff to help that, and even some things about, like, the birth time and other important things that your doctor might not mention, so I want you to know this information, but um, I'm actually really excited. I, sorry, I'm not going to announce my pregnancy here, <laughs> um, but I'm really excited for when I do become a mother, that is something I'm really looking forward to. And I'm just so grateful that, you know, two years ago, I was able to get everything under control in regards to my hormones. I actually thought I would be infertile and not able to have children. Not going to lie, there is a part of me where I, not that I don't want children, but um, I feel like children may not be in the cards for me because... I know that I don't have any karma, um, not karma in a bad sense, but a lot of times when people have children spiritually, there's a lot of significance that this is in your last lifetime and you have a lot of like karma to fix and heal and stuff. Um, not sure if I really have that, but, um, I guess we'll see. Right. I really feel like my purpose this lifetime is to serve women, but anyways, I digress. I can't wait to be a mother on the flip side of it. Um, I think I'm going to be the cutest prego mom. But anyways, if you are struggling with pregnancy, your energy is not quite right. You don't feel fully in alignment and fully like life is easy and in flow. Then you definitely need to join womb temple or book a one-on-one session. Because by the time that you do want to have a baby and a family, like you want to be in tip top shape, mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, sexually, like everything. So let's get into energy. So it's really important that you understand that your energy needs to be in balance. The reason being is a baby's energy is a very high energy, not high as in like hypo, like hyper, but it's bliss. It hasn't been wounded. It hasn't been bogged down. It's so pure and pure fucking joy. So it's very important to understand that your womb space if it isn't that pure joy environment where it can, like if you're basically, if you don't have a energy in your womb that isn't supportive to bliss and purity of a baby and that high energy, your baby's spirit and soul will not feel welcome there or won't feel safe there. So of course there's other like factors like hormones, food, whatever, One of them is also energy, and this is very important. Even things like miscarriages, if your energy is not right, that can be a contributing factor. Because remember, your your baby has to feel safe in order to want to stay. If it doesn't feel uh, safe, it won't want to stay. 
It wants to feel safe and supported. Or it'll hang around and your kid will have a lot of issues, especially in terms of like sexual issues, codependency, stress, any sort of like IBS, gut symptoms, because the feeling of safety sits in your guts. So if you have like a lot of gut issues, SIBO, um, leaky gut, bloating, consistent parasites, candida, bacteria overgrowth, all those things energetically are also a sign of like, where are you not feeling safe and protected and held? And those things are really important. And also like guilt and shame that's making you feel uneasy and unsafe. Like it's all sitting in your gut. So it's really important when you're looking at like bloating and stuff. Like yes, food's a major contributing factor. And so is your energy, your stress. So whether you're, it's like whether you're living in alignment or not, you know, like that affects how stressed you are, what your emotions are like. And in my one-on-one sessions, I clear all that stuff out for clients. There's only so much I can help you guys to understand um, when I do send my follow-up emails, but generally like that's what I do, you know, like clearing all that, clearing all those emotions out. So Obviously, your baby has to feel safe. Like, not feeling safe is going to affect your baby's gut health in the future. Another thing that's important to understand is, like, in terms of you right now, you chose your parents, okay? Side note. Your parents are there to teach you something, and they're an important part of your story, your growth. Like, for example, for me, the fact that I had a dad who was a covert narcissist despite being a wonderful provider and very successful and high status, right? He is an academic. He's not mentally and emotionally mature, you know? And he's supportive, but also it's like he's my enemy from a past lifetime. Um, I chose my mother, right? Because... It helped me heal the people-pleaser parts of myself because I am soft and loving and nurturing like her, but I've also seen the flip side of how that can work against you. And it's really important to be firm, you know? And, like, our parents all fuck us over in some kind of way. Like, there's no possible way to be the perfect parent. Like, I love both my parents to bits, especially my mom. But, you know, it's about taking the lessons that you're meant to learn and know that like when you become a parent obviously like your child is gonna have to learn things from you and vice versa too you know parents always think like they're the ones that are right but the thing is like our parents learn so much from us like they're supposed to see that within us and a lot of times unfortunately they they don't you know there's like this whole generation where they're like oh you know um I know everything I'm the provider I'm older than you and it's like and you can definitely take notes, you know? But, yeah. So, my point being is that you chose your parents. And sometimes also with, like, miscarriages, pregnancies, maybe your baby wasn't quite ready yet. Maybe it came into the wrong parent. Like, there's a lot of different ways to look into this to bring some faith and trust into the process, to have a little more ease and grace about it. And, energetically it's really important that you support your baby and show it how much you love it talk to it meditate you know like 
put your energy into your womb space, like your to your for your baby or for your future baby. Like when you're doing womb healing, you're actually clearing that space for your future child. So remember that too. Um, so I'm gonna dive in a little into some sciencey stuff because I think it's important to have balance. So one of the things that's really important to eat is choline. And this is really important for the development of the hippocampus and memory function. There's about 94% of women that don't meet the recommended intake of choline per day. And liver and egg yolk actually have the highest concentration of choline more than any other food. So if you're not eating like chicken liver and egg yolks, add it to your diet. And as I go through this, like you'll notice that it's actually a lot of animal foods. So I'm not here to debate with you about being vegan. Um, If that's your path, absolutely. Like maybe the information won't be helpful for you, but all the best. And I'm not trying to say that you can't be vegan. I'm just saying that the information I'm giving you is so that you have a really healthy baby and that you are healthy and this is just the information. So you can take it or leave it. So eggs are also linked to a higher IQ. Um, and also with chicken liver, it's high in iron and low levels of iron are actually passed on to your baby. And this is associated with impaired brain development and stunted growth. Unless until you want your baby to have impaired you know, brain development, I would definitely get on the liver. Um, iron tablets actually make people constipated, but... of women that actually take iron pills stop it because they can't handle the side effects. And even when it comes to liver and uh, organ meats, CoQ10 is high in heart and it's really good for sperm health. And everything that I'm saying here is also relevant to your man because the quality of sperm is 50% of your baby. Like it takes two to tango. So this isn't just all about you, your husband, boyfriend, partner, like they need to be doing all this stuff as well. To look after like their sperm and also zinc vitamin e coq10 are really important for important for proper development and also heart like the heart of a cow so in traditional cultures they used to actually give couples like certain foods to increase fertility and dr um weston a prize he's actually really big on like fertility and all that stuff but he did a study and he saw that the cultures that were really fertile um, they had very fertile women and healthy babies they were eating high diets of like fish organ meat and butter so if you're not doing that I would get on it and of course many of you might be like oh no I don't want to eat liver because of the high vitamin A if you're not wanting to consume liver because of the high vitamin A I want you to reconsider because this whole vitamin A thing has sparked a lot of controversy based on old studies. (coughs) So really like the, like there's a lot of vitamin, old studies show that vitamin A, higher doses of vitamin A are linked to like defects, but those were based on vitamin A supplements, which are synthetic vitamin A, right? Naturally occurring vitamin A does not exert toxicity, especially when it's taken in adequate doses and with other supplements like vitamin D, K2, 
Um, like you would have to eat a fuck ton of liver to get too much vitamin A. And I mean like a fuck ton, you know? So that's why eating things in its whole form is a lot safer than supplements because it's harder to OD when you're eating it in whole form, right? Basic example, it's hard to over like OD on apples, but it's easier to OD on the sugar in apples if you're just drinking the juice, right? Because it's concentrated. That's when things get dangerous is when it's really concentrated, Another food that's really important um, is glycine. So glycine is an amino acid and it becomes essential during pregnancy because like basically you must consume it directly for an optimal pregnancy. This amino acid is really important in forming DNA, healthy organs, blood, bone, tissue, skin, joints, and everything that's required to fuel and grow your uterus, placenta, and stretching skin. And you need 800% more collagen to grow your baby. So if you're not already having collagen, like I would get on it. And Womb Temple actually shared an elixir that has collagen in it. It's a super easy way to get it in every single day. So I would join Womb Temple because there's all this information and then some. Um, Another thing is that in earlier pregnancy, you actually need, um, oh my God, what was I going to say? if um your protein so your protein needs actually need to increase by 40 percent in early pregnancy and if you have like a late pregnancy then it's 73 percent higher so this is when compared to like the current estimates of the current values so keep that in mind beef and grass-fed cows is really good to have as well because it has two to four times more omega-3 fats and seven times more beta-carotene um, compared to grain-fed cows and get your man on that as well for the vitamin E and EA and healthy fats um, coming back to the vitamin A stuff real quick about one-third of pregnant women don't consume enough vitamin A and vitamin A that's really abundant in liver is so essential for growing cells and for differentiation. Um, Notably, during pregnancy and throughout breastfeeding, like during that time, vitamin A has a very important role in developing the fetus and the newborn's um, like lung development and stuff. And also lung maturation. Also, with the vitamin A stuff, it's also really important for cervical fluid. So eating it like before you get pregnant is important. And also, the name of this podcast is Fertility is a Sign of Full Health. Even if you don't want to get pregnant right now, fertility is actually a sign of full fucking health. Like, If you're not fertile and able to pop one out right now, that's a problem because you want to be fully fertile. It doesn't mean you're going to have a baby but it means you have full health. The German Nutrition Society recommends a 40% increase in vitamin A intake for women and a 90% increase for breastfeeding women. So get on that shit, ladies. Um, What else do I need to share? Omega-6 fatty acids, too many of them. So like vegetable oil. Fuck, I should do a fucking podcast on that. 
uh, vegetable oil, canola oil, rice bran oil, soybean oil, cottonseed oil, olive oil blend. Um, olive oil in plastic bottles are also really fucking bad. Rice bran oil, did I say that? I think I said that. Organic or not, that shit, like any of those vegetable oils are really fucking toxic. Um, also you always want to be getting oil that's in a bottle. So olive oil, avocado oil, coconut oil, get it. That's in a, did I say plastic? I meant fucking glass, glass bottle. Always get it in a glass bottle. Um, and omega sixes are actually linked to improper brain development and anxiety later in life. And if you look at the amount of kids these days that have really bad anxiety or autism or whatever, this stuff isn't surprising in terms of women need more nutrients because the amount of kids being born these days with issues is really bad and ladies honestly like I don't want you to have to kind of like deal with a kid or an adult that has really bad issues that you could easily fucking prevent it you know and I've been talking all day so I'm like my words are all over the place but um you don't want to have to deal with that because it's not fair on you and it's not fair for the baby you know so do your job now by eating the foods that your body really needs and it's it's really important like I can't stress that enough and when I learned all this I was just like holy shit you know um also with vitamin also with omega-6 fatty acids too many actually persist DHEA and also not good DHEA like it's important it's an important fatty acid for the function of so many things in your body um liver is really high in folic b12 which is key and of course there's the common genetic variation of mtf i think it's mtfha um up to about 60% of the population is unable to use the synthetic folic acid that's found in supplements. So it's important to work with someone about that. And that's why eating liver is really important as well because your body can recognize food more than it can recognize supplements. So ladies, if you're not already getting liver in, get on it. I always get like ground chicken and liver like chopped finely chopped and then I'll eat it that way so that's like 80 20 you know 80 percent chicken ground chicken and then 20 percent liver and honestly you can't even taste it so please get on that um in terms of b12 and stuff ounce per ounce liver contains more vitamin b12 than any other kind of meat and stuff so even if you're not eating meat but you're eating chicken liver then it's even better, you know, because like lamb and all that other stuff, it's just too heavy, you know, Um, and B12 is actually overlooked in pregnancy, but if you don't have enough B12, it can actually increase your risk of a miscarriage, and you don't want that, so also in terms of like food poisoning and that sort of stuff that people worry about, there was a two, 2012 analysis and food poisoning from eggs, because I know I mentioned eating eggs is like important for your body um, with pregnancy and stuff, fertility, but 
eggs are important for your eggs, right? <laughs> like, think about it that way. So, yeah. And food poisoning from eggs only accounts for, like, 2% of poisoning nationwide. So, getting food poisoning is really slim. Like, you have a very low chance of it. Um, and if you're afraid of food poisoning, then just pack up on those veggies, you know? And you actually don't want to cook your egg yolks till you're really till it's really hard, hard because it actually distorts the yolk. It oxidizes it, which then creates inflammation in your body. So you want the egg yolks to be soft. So the best way to be eating eggs is sourcing pasture raised organic chickens. That reduces the risk of food poisoning. Organic farms have a lower salmonella um, infection versus conventional farmers. But high quality eggs is important because if you're having like conventionally raised chicken eggs, like the yolks aren't going to be good for you. So don't even fucking bother eating it, you know? And same with meat, right? Like you don't just want to fucking get meat from like Target or Walmart. Like go to a fucking butcher or Whole Foods or whatever, you know? Um, shit there's actually a there's actually um like a meat delivery service fuck I'm gonna get it and then um I'll post it on my Instagram when I post this podcast episode but um another thing is bone broth so high quality bone broth is really good it has choline amino acids everything for fetal development and also your body which you know it's fucking important it's your body Uh, Vitamin A is also important for you to get pregnant. I know I talked about cervical fluid, which is important in making your body more nourishing for the sperm to like live longer. And then you have like a higher chance of getting an egg fertilized when it's released from your ovary. But vitamin A is also important in helping your follicles mature properly. So follicles are those little hairs in your ovaries and it comes into ovulation and it bursts and ovulation like you get the little cyst and the cyst bursts and the egg comes out and then your fallopian tube sucks it out so having that is really important for ovulation healthy ovulation and also to aid your body in the production of healthy hormones like progesterone to aid in the fertilization of your eggs in the uterus so if your body is low in vitamin a um then you're not having proper function and that can be an issue. What else? Um, Also, collagen powder. I think I talked about this, right? Yeah. Um, There's an elixir that I talk about in Womb Temple. That's And also, side note, um, collagen is different than gelatin because gelatin hardens and collagen doesn't. So you can add collagen to like teas, soups, whatever, and get a collagen that doesn't have flavor. Um, Vital Proteins is like my go-to. They're pretty well-developed and established. Um, Glycine is really important, and that's important in the advancement of pregnancy because, like, okay, so the amount of glycine that your body produces from other amino acids is insufficient when your body needs glycine when you're pregnant you you like need a lot you know so when you're eating meat have the skin and fat with it 
Um, glycine isn't abundant in lean meats. Skinless protein or skinless meats, dairy, all that. So bone in, skin on, poultry, bone broth, those kind of things is where it's actually abundant. So, and this is important. Choline is really important because of your baby's like development. Like your the baby's development depends on these things, you know, like it's involved in like the baby's gene development. So if you want your baby to have good genes, get on the choline. And I would just put the issues with animal meat aside, you know, and it's really important like, you want to go into pregnancy really fucking healthy because if you just feel like shit when you're pregnant, I mean, you're doing a huge fucking disservice for yourself and a child, child's life. <laughs> so you want to feel amazing after you give birth too. You don't want to have like, you know, PTSD and oh my God, what is it called? When women get depression and stuff, you know, postpartum. And also K2 is really important for your bones. That's found in full fat dairy predominantly, but it's also important for bone health. If you don't have dairy before pregnancy, um, you'll have it before, or fuck, what was I saying? If you don't have it before you get pregnant, then you want to start having it when you do get pregnant because it's important. um, What was I saying? Your gut health actually changes when you get pregnant, so you're better able to process it. In Womb Temple, I do go in pretty deep into dairy and how you shouldn't consume it, but that's because you're trying to get your hormones in balance and stuff. So um, it's really important that you get your dairy and K2, and it's also about your your... bone health um I'm sorry I'm like trying to read my text messages as I don't know why the fuck everyone and their moms are texting me right now of all times like but anyways um so osteoporosis has been reversed with vitamin d with k2 or eating more dairy but some things that can be really hard to maintain from a hard vegetarian diet is k2 retinol dhea iron zinc um there's one more. Hold on. Fuck, what was it? B12, choline, glycine, K2, DHEA, iron, zinc. So I don't want to hear that you can find it in this source in vegetarian. If you want to do that, that's fine. But I'm not here to have an argument with you about it. Um, if you're talking about pregnancy and the best foods, this is what the studies say. This is also what's logical. Everything I shared on this episode and I mean it doesn't mean you need to have 10 steaks on your plate every night for dinner it means you need to listen to your body and get these nutrients in and I don't know about you but I would rather off like sucking it up for two years and eating foods like this before and after my pregnancy and all that but like you can go back to being a vegan afterwards you know but give your kid the best chance possible instead of having to deal with lifelong issues that your kid has that could have been prevented right? And that's the cutthroat, no bullshit answer. So B12 can only be found in animal products. It's requ- required for methylation. That's all about your gene expression, organ 
development and stuff. And 62% of vegetarian pregnant women are deficient in vitamin B12. While deficiencies are uncommon, you know, in carnivore women. So just fucking get on the meat train before your pregnancy to up your nutrient stores during your pregnancy and, you know, to kind of keep up with it afterwards as well. And honestly, you guys, like, there's a lot of days that I don't eat meat. Like, I eat a lot of veggies. So I do have meat here and there, you know. I'm not saying you have to have meat in every fucking meal, like, every single day. You don't. You really don't. But if it's about, like, your well-being and trying to give birth and hold a baby through, then it's important, you know? And I I mean, I've just given you all the research. Like, I give you research, but I'm also talking about common sense, you know? And this is coming from someone who has been there, done that, and, you know, I thought I was infertile and I had hormonal issues, and I was a vegan. I was a vegan, not a vegetarian. I was a fucking vegan. And then I was a vegetarian for a little while, and then, you know... I honored my cycles and everything, and now I get it, so, yeah, um, that is a majority of what I wanted to share for this episode, and if you think about it, we've been eating meat for thousands of years, and we're still fucking here, you know, like, it's funny how you can't get these nutrients from other sources, especially things like retinol, which is vitamin A, well one of the types of vitamin a like people think you can get vitamin a from like carrots and stuff but you can it's a small amount but it's not retinol the vitamin a that's in plant sources is not the same as the vitamin a in animal sources the plant sources have carotenoids and then the animal ones have retinol so our body can convert carotenoids to retinol but the conversion rate is very very small beta carotene is up to 20 20- eight percent times more potent than retinol and the catch-22 is that the more beta carotene you have like sweet potatoes carrots veggies and stuff the less you convert it to vitamin a so if you want a healthy baby and you need the retinol for a healthy baby and its organs then you need for its heart most importantly then you need to have make sure that you're having animal foods with vitamin a sources of vitamin a and this is important to do before you get pregnant because your baby's important organs are made in the first six to eight weeks of pregnancy. And a lot of times, women don't even know that they're pregnant for the first six to eight weeks. So if you're deficient in it, then, I mean, you know, we're not eating these really whole foods. We're having, like, lamb with bone-in and all that, whatever, you know? Like, we have a lot of lean meats that don't have a lot of glycine and choline and vitamin A. So it's important that if you're not already having this nutrient-dense sort of diet or foods, right, where you have the skin of the meat and the bone in and the bone broth and all that jazz, like, then you're likely, like chicken liver and stuff, then you're going to be deficient in some of these nutrients. And you don't want your baby to have issues. And once your baby's heart is made, you can't reverse it. You can't be like, oh, okay, it's week 12, let me have some liver. No, like... You need to eat that before you get pregnant, you know? And, I mean, you just, it's important to know this, right? You know, like, you don't have to freak out about it, but, you know, for next time, in case you haven't been doing it or you didn't do it for your past children and whatever, but 
you're getting the education you need here. So also I want to sh- uh, share something with the thyroid. So your baby is unable to produce its own thyroid hormones until the second trimester. So your baby depends on your thyroid up until that point, And that's important because iodine and thyroid hormone are really important in brain development and a lack of either um, in early pregnancy can decrease IQ or permanently create an intellectual disability in a child. So making sure that your thyroid hormones are top-notch is important because your baby is borrowing that from you. And also let's talk a little about nausea. So magnesium deficiency is important. Um, It's really common. And our soil is very fucking depleted and magnesium, like our soil is tilled. So if you're not having a magnesium supplement, then please do so. And you want to make sure it's magnesium glycinate. Don't get the cheap shit because you're just going to waste your money, piss it out, poop it out, and don't get citrate. So glycinate. Glycinate is what you want. That is the best. And in terms of nausea and all that stuff, like taking magnesium glycinate actually helps to reduce the cramps and nausea and all that stuff. You can also use the spray. The spray is actually pretty um, itchy, a majority of them. So you want to test it out for yourself first and foremost. But Magnesium glycinate also helps um, to decrease morning sickness um, or magnesium rich foods actually like really help a lot, but you can't get enough in the foods. But you, So you also want to like supplement, but Brazil nuts, pumpkin seeds, sesame seeds, chia seeds, almonds, raw cacao, bone broth, green herbs, all those things are going to be really good for magnesium. Um, also your iron needs are going to be 1.5 times higher when you're pregnant so make sure you get a lot of iron um i feel like i've been talking about iron the whole fucking time but um get enough iron not from supplements preferably or you'll have like unwanted side effects nausea heartburn constipation but so iron foods can be can come in the form of heme iron, which is a lot easier for us to absorb. Um, okay, so basically it's the form of iron. The same way that there's like vitamin A, right? Like there's the beta carotene versus the retinol. And the same way that like animals and plants, it has different kinds. Um, so this is with iron, it's about oxalates and that's why it's really good to like sprout your grains and nuts to reduce the phytic acids. And phytic acid is basically like this protection thing that plants have to protect themselves from predators. And when you like combine that with like leaky gut and stress or whatever, it creates more issues. But the best source of iron is obviously from liver and organ meats. Uh, but you also have like sardines, oysters, beef heart, what else? Lamb is a good one. Obviously chicken, ground turkey, wild salmon. Making sure that your salmon is wild is really important. You don't want the farm-raised shit that's injected with dyes, okay? Like that's gross. Um... Also, ginger is really good for nausea and vomiting. 
You can supplement in doses of up to 250 milligrams every six hours to treat the nausea. That would be good as well. Studies have also shown that a combo of lavender and peppermint essential oils, it reduces the nausea symptoms in most women. And vitamin B6 is good to alleviate nausea as well. Like 10, 20 milligrams every couple hours is good. Um, that's really important as well. If you're getting salt cravings when you're pregnant, then that's important to listen to your body's need for salt. Um, that's your body saying that, like your body has more needs when it's pregnant. Um, so up that and in womb temple, I talk about like the proper type of salt to be consuming that actually has iodine in it. And then also keep in mind, like your body is always going to try to protect you from eating spoiled foods that aren't like good for your body that can't be metabolized. So you want to make sure that your thyroid's on point, right? Like if you have morning sickness and stuff, then you want to check in and see that your thyroid is in good standing because it's your baby sharing that with you, right? So you don't want to be shunting the baby's growth in that aspect. And also something else, like food cravings and stuff are often because your body is needing a nutrient from that food. So eat the fucking food, okay? Eat the fucking food. And a lot of times if you're craving like raw fish and stuff, that's like you you need the omega and the fatty acids. And if you don't want to eat raw fish, then that's fine, you know? Like not everyone loves sushi, especially when you're pregnant, but um just eating like baked salmon, right? Wild salmon. Also, the first trimester is when a lot of women feel the shittiest in terms of like nausea, morning sickness, and that's because when your baby's like the most vulnerable to outside toxins. So that's kind of a protection mechanism that your body is trying to protect your baby from the harmful things that can come in and hurt it and also don't consume licorice when you're pregnant because it um messes up the baby's hypothalamus adrenal axis and like licorice tea and all that stuff don't do it something else I want to mention is Okay, so a lot of doctors actually don't care and don't get progesterone tested. So make sure to request this because that's what keeps your pregnancy in, okay? A lot of women are deficient in progesterone because cortisol is high and cortisol decreases your progesterone stores, which that's one factor. If you want specifics, then you need to join Boom Temple and we can figure out what to do for that. But if your progesterone is low, that can also result in a miscarriage. So making sure that you get your progesterone tested before you get pregnant and then when you are pregnant. Um, and then you can bring it to me. Like we could do a one-on-one session or whatever, like to make sure everything's like in good standing or just join Womb Temple because we'll talk about it in there. Um, and... Remember, these ranges include everyone, right? It's not where you want to be. It includes everything, which is not what you want because you want to have a thriving amount of progesterone 
not an okay amount of progesterone, okay? So if you haven't gotten your progesterone tested already and you're pregnant, please go fucking do that like yesterday and get into Womb Temple or book a session with me to make sure that everything's in the right place and we'll do things to like make sure that your progesterone increases. So if you're on Vitex while you're pregnant, then you have to stay on it throughout because you want to create a safe space for your baby to come in. Like you want to decrease stress mentally, physically, spiritually, emotionally, and do all this food stuff before you get pregnant. Um, it's important for your nutrient stores after pregnancy as well. And don't forget to make sure that your hubby boyfriend partner or whatever is also in on this baby game. Um, it's really crucial. It's very, very crucial. And I actually had a question. Okay, I'm going to question. I'm going to answer these questions in Womb Temple. We're going to have a Q&A session. But yeah, I think that's all that I wanted to cover in this session. So I will talk to you all next week. I hope you got lots of empowerment from today's episode. I'd be really grateful if you could leave a review as a simple energy exchange or share this podcast and feel free to tag me on Instagram, Bloom Shakti. Help me to live my purpose, adding value to others' lives. To work with me or for products to enhance your life, check out bloomshakti.com.